Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1993's Fear of a Black Hat, do me a solid favor, pause this. Go check it out. It's currently on Tubi and it's on Amazon Prime as well. Come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we are out there. Today, Cold 45 is powered by Ultra Black monster energy drink and uh today's guest is powered by too sick <laughs> and as always we're powered by you the listeners the fans everybody who hits us up on podbean and especially every single one of our patreons without you guys we can do a goddamn thing this is aubrey from the so wizard podcast and you're listening to the geek world all-stars podcast network you are now listening to Cold 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome everybody to a black as fuck edition of Cold 45. I'm your host, Beating Down. Today I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a special guest today. Uh, for the movie that we're doing, we need somebody that has musical talents. He has birthed countless, and I mean countless, mixtapes out here on the ether of the internet. And as well, he has been doing nothing but bangers all his entire life, ever since childhood. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you heard him on the JD's Revenge episode. He is my best friend, longtime homie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome JD motherfucking. Gate. What's going on, man? Yeah, yeah, man. What's going on? Not much, bro. Welcome yeah, back, yeah. bro. Welcome GD back. Gator. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. I know you got some new projects coming up. Uh, oh, fuck. What was the name of the... It was JD's Revenge, right? That, that, that was the name of the, the last project. Yeah, J, yeah it was uh, oh, J, JD's, yeah. Revenge, JD's Revenge, the raw mixtape, uh, available on all uh, mixtape uh, platforms, Dad Piff, the Spinrilla, you know, live mixtapes, my mixtapes. So what you got? what you got out now, man? Got two EPs out on all the streaming platforms. Uh, one is Texasippi Trill. Uh, and another one is uh, Torian Supreme. Got a single out also called Potholes uh, featuring my boy Show Lewis. And you can get those on, you know, your Spotify's, your Apple Music, your iTunes, and, you know, your title and whatever you're streaming, you know, whatever your, your preference is. Amazon, Google Play, all that good stuff. Yeah, guys, and don't worry. Uh, we'll have the show notes ready for you guys. Uh, if you go to our website or to our Podbean, we'll have all the information you need for JD Gator available to you. So, guys, we had to do it. Since we have a, a musical guest, yes, yes. we had to do a musical movie. And uh, honestly, I wanted to do this one before CB4 because this one's more important to me, guys. Like It's Black History Month, and I feel like it's super important to do a, <laughs> another Rusty Cundy film. And it has to be Fear of a Fucking Black Hat. Shout out to Rusty, man. But like, this is honestly one of my favorite movies of all time. I was actually surprised by it. My first impression, like, uh, my dad just rented it randomly uh, from a blockbuster. I didn't know what the fuck it was. Because, you know, you didn't, there was, internet wasn't what it was. All I saw was Fear of a Black Hat. I was so confused. And we watched it and I was fucking blown away. I thought it was like the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen as a fucking kid. Randy, what about you, man? So, it has now been 12 hours since I've seen this movie. <laughs> and... Just by looking at the cover, I was like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. Because, I don't, I don't know, I have a bad habit of just trusting cover art on things. And I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot, see what happens. I'll give it its fair shake. And surprisingly, I was like, oh my god, this is... I'm really hoping no one walks in right now, because this is fucking hilarious, but it's super raunchy. I'm glad you finally got to see it, man. Alright, JD, what about you, man? What was your first impression with uh, Fear of a Black Hat? 
when it came out back, like when we was like in fifth grade, dog, fifth, sixth grade, like the Donald, you know, middle school days, man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, he had uh, Ice Froggy Frog. Yes, yeah, that's Ice Froggy Frog. When, when you said that, I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. I didn't realize um, some videos came with that uh, uh, that little snippet before the thing. Yeah. It, it, was, it was like the promotional thing. I never saw that. When you said it, I, I was, cause we talked about this before and you brought it up. I wasn't sure uh, if we were talking about the same movie. And then I found out like only certain copies had that video in it. So I didn't, I didn't even see that video. <laughs> the fuck? Okay. Hey, <laughs> and actually that video used to be played on the box. It was a little video channel they had back in the day. Most people who had like maybe satellite had it. They used to show that video. He used to get requested on that too. So to me, it was just funny. But it being grown man now watching it, I think he was doing a little, you know, a little something else with it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, without further ado, guys, let's quit fucking around. Let's get straight into it, huh? So, yep. like right out the bat, this is kind of like a uh, mockumentary style uh, flick, kind of like a this is Spinal Tap or, or whatever you want to have, you know, at, at this point. So uh, we get like a little viewer discretion thing at the beginning. And I think it's fucking hilarious because it's like super serious. I love how he's super buttoned up and then he just gets very violent with this. We're going to say ass, bushes a dickhead. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Big booty chicks and bikinis. Oh, yeah. Only thing I can argue is that the, the, booties, the booties back then, not as, not as big. Oh, but no, it's the obesity epidemic that's going, they're running rampant through the country right now. I mean, by the world, really. I'm not mad at it right now. <laughs> Should be. The processed food epidemic that's causing obesity in the lower classes of our society. This is going straight to the asses, though. It's okay. It's okay. But we uh, we start off with the... Uh, <laughs> I like how you act like you care, but you don't. <laughs> you enjoy it as much as I do, you bastard. But, um... Now we start we start the movie with the performance by uh, NWH. That's niggas with hats. Which is obviously for people who don't know, somehow, somebody, if you don't know, that's a that's a joke on uh niggas with attitude, NWA. Obviously. Obviously. But that's for the uneducated. So they're coming out and they're getting in they're getting it in doing their fucking show, right? And everybody's happy having a good time. And uh, we have um it's the trio. We have our DJ, uh DJ Tone Death, uh the hype man essentially, which is a tasty taste. <laughs> Uh, play. Huh. Oh, um, and uh, the the front man, which is a uh, ice cold, played by the you know director writer uh, Rusty Cundy, and um, Tasty Taste. Uh, if anybody's familiar, he was um, the only black guy that was in Revenge of the Nerds. That was him. Uh, yep. He also yep. made he also made the most recent cameo in um, Black Jesus, like the the newest episode. Yep. Yeah, uh, he's been around for a long time, man. Yeah, you sure right. Yep. Uh, DJ Tone Deaf. Um, he's actually, uh, I forgot his name, I think he's Big Mike and Chuck, but I know him as one of the orderlies from Terminator 2. Oh, shit. Yep. I do not remember him. Yep. Okay. Yep. Just, just there. <laughs> yeah, just there. <laughs> so, like, they, they're performing this song, the first song, Where You Hat. Yo, G, they throw the Kango right off my head. Yeah, better grab a fedora instead. What's up? It's genocide the way they be snubbing you. What they do? Grab a brim, a bush, or a yarmulke. Yo, G, what about a bonnet? It really don't matter, just put, put a, a lid, lid on it. They want more than just to see you fall. Yeah. They want to keep a brother buried in ball. I like it. And I got I got to give props to Rusty Cundy because he's he wrote, he wrote every single song in this entire fucking movie. Which blew my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's insane. That's why I respect it so much, man. Because you know, he he actually was was writing that writing them raps, man. I gotta give him props because, like, 
folks, if you watch this shit, please put the subtitles on just so you can catch every lyric that he's saying because this it's fucking impressive. <laughs> like to be complete, because he does he he run he run dog yeah he run. He's, 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 he's doing a pretty fucking good job i can't lie and um as we go if this particular song is your favorite of the entire fucking flick stop me and let me know all right so like after we see this performance and we meet the you know meet the whole trio and they do their song we see fine ass casey lemons yet again playing nita blackburn the one that's in charge of the entire mockumentary right right she's fine as fuck guys i'm sorry she, it's, yeah. it's so good to see her bro yeah, she is. Because she gets to live. She doesn't get to die like she did in Candyman. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see her. And we get different looks of her throughout the entire movie. God bless. But, we, but this is her serious as fuck. Glasses, hair pulled all the way back like a, like a sexy librarian. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So I got to say, this is one thing I actually like about it. Because like, the movie kind of bounces around. There's not like a real like plot per se. <laughs> it's just a bunch of things that happen. And there's dope songs in between everything. Like nothing leads into the next thing necessarily. There's like there's one plot point that has like a big effect. And we'll get to that later. But be, but before all that, it's kind of just random funny shit that they're doing. But I I have no problem with this. One thing I like about the group is they never specify where the fuck they're from. Yeah, that's true. The sewers. Yeah, but she was just like like where are y'all from? Like, it don't matter. It don't matter where yeah. we're from. And I like how they poke fun at the, you know, just no smile culture, just in black culture, all, all in, just in general. Everybody started trying to talk about their beginnings, right? Right. Or where they came from. So we know that uh, <laughs> Tasty Taste was basically a street pharmaceutical salesman. If you notice, he kind of, they kind of portrayed him kind of like an easy E. <laughs> it, it's an interesting combination of like everybody, because like uh, uh, Ice Cold is more like an Ice T kind of character. I don't know who the fuck uh, Tone Deaf would be. You know what? You kind of got a point, though. They all kind of played the role of different, uh, different rappers. Because sometimes Ice, what's his name, Ice Cold, would kind of have like the Easy E flow on certain songs. So uh, you right though, man. They kind of played around with just how people were rapping and what was going on. They kind of just yeah. Cause like, cause like sometimes Tasty Taste would come through with bars, and then sometimes he'll just straight flavor flave that shit out of nowhere. And it's like it, it, it's all it, it's, but it's fun. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm with it's, it. It's ridiculous, is what it is. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about this first song, uh, "My Peanuts." Happy dry roasted or vacuum packed. My peanuts come alive when you open that sack. Smoother than jiff and fresher than planters. My peanuts exceed all standards. They're deaf enough to knock you to your knees, and even planters ain't got no nuts like these. My peanuts. This is clearly, if if no one knows, this is clearly my Adidas from Run DMC. Oh yeah, Run DMC. Yep. Like. But it just oh you know what and, and there's a lot of two live crew uh uh vibes from these guys yeah. too. So that's how yeah they played around with a lot of different artists yeah. There's a bunch. But I fucking love my peanuts. Like it's not my favorite song of all this shit, but the shit cracks me the fuck up. And like I'm actually I wish I wish I could have had that soundtrack as a kid, bro. Yeah. I would have lost my fucking mind, bro. But it's it, it's it's dope. It, it's a dope song. <laughs> I'm really uh, surprised they didn't put out a soundtrack. Like just because. No, they did. It's out. Oh, it was oh, a thing. Shit. It's a whole. Yeah, they, they they put the original soundtrack out. Like they they weren't fucking around. It's out. It's a thing. Yeah. I need to get it. You know what? Fuck it. Let's let's just rate this one out of five for for each of these songs. I'm gonna give my peanuts a four. I'm gonna go with three. I'm gonna go with four because it's funny as hell and it's very descriptive. Nigga laying in a pile of peanuts uh, with a gold <laughs> chain on. Man, come on, like. <laughs> He's shaking his pants. Yeah, Peter start flying out. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, just for the shit they were doing. 
I gotta give it a poll, man. Just for the pun alone, dog. I gotta give him extra points, dog, because he's saying my penis. But he's getting away with murder, dog. I love it. He's getting away with murder, and then you don't even care that they, it's it's a, a parody about Adidas because it has its own shit to it. Right. You know. We cut to this little snippet, and I'd like 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 we get little nice um, behind the scenes kind of vibes, you know, for the whole mockumentary feel. And like you know, there's a big issue because NWH is not on the fucking marquee, and they are hot. They're hot as fuck about it, as they should be, because the internet does not exist, and the marquee is all you fucking got. If you ain't got an ad out in the paper, that's it. You got nothing. If you ain't got nobody with a billboard or a sign dancing around, you're fucked. So um, we meet their uh, rivals, the goddamn Jam Boys, which is basically like the Fat Boys, essentially. Yeah, this is going to be one of those episodes where I know very little about everything. This is gonna No, be- you're fine, bro. Relax. <laughs> Just relax. You don't, you don't have to call it out too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't know anything. But like, shout out to Faison, a young Faison Love, aka Big Worm, uh, from Friday. He's in this bitch, just looking like the exact same. He looked like he's thirty five forever. I don't know how he does it. (laughs) I don't know how you always consistently look thirty five years old, bro. He's he's like a kid at this point. (laughs) Fine, but he looks aggressive as fuck. But like, honestly, my only my only like sad realization throughout this whole deal is like there's not enough jam boys like beefing with them we only see them like three times yeah they're not, they're not really like just fucking with them fucking with them but but they they got beef and like uh but they're clowning them because the jam boys are what's hot right now they are on they're they're the top of the fucking food chain that's all we need to fucking know right so so randy there's an issue with the hats right they don't have their hats in the fucking uh for the performance yeah their performance hats so the manager is like, no, you don't need a hat. It's just, you don't need that hat. You can get you any kind of hat. And he like just takes like, rips up newspaper and makes him like a paper hat. He's like, look, <laughs> put this on you. And it's, now he's saying something and you had got your hat. You're retarded. Why would you do that? Yeah, he had a lot of balls to do that. He should, because yeah. honestly, like one thing I do like about these guys, because like, okay, CB4. It's a bunch of wannabes. Like, they're not really, like, in that shit. These guys, from parts unknown, they don't fuck around. They're on, they're really about this shit. Oh, yeah, because they beating everybody's ass in there. Yeah. They beating niggas, yeah. They People beating get up. yapped up. People get yapped the fuck up because, like, uh, they, they weren't allowed in the building at first because they their names weren't on the list. That guy holding the list got yapped the fuck up. So, like, <laughs> the fact that the manager's pulling this shit is like, oh, no, don't do it. But then we find out the mythos behind why the hats are so important for niggas with hats. We got a whole hat philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Kick it. I mean, see, back in the days when there were slaves and stuff, they would work in the hot sun all day, you know, with the sun beating down on them, hatless. I mean, not even a babushka. Word, heads totally exposed to the sun. You know, and so by the time they got back to the plantation, from being in all the heat, they was too tired to rebel against their masters, right? So what we saying with niggas with hats is, yo, we got some hats now, motherfuckers. The reason I'm playing the clip because it makes no fucking sense. And and Jay, I'm sorry, I think I think I could feel him on that because we we've had moments where we made up rap group names and none of it made any goddamn sense. <laughs> You know, that's why it's very, very, you know, uh, personal on yeah. certain parts. We're of guilty. It. We're guilty of it. Yeah. We're, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> we're fucking guilty <laughs> of it. The acronyms, <laughs> nigga, the, all that shit. Yeah, trying, to, trying to explain. <laughs> <how to say. laughs> we don't even know what we did. We know the we fuck did. we're talking about, man. We were just... 
But we're gonna make this right on the spot, just like you did. We was high as a kite, nigga. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, fucking that, that, that's what it means. And it, it means it meant nothing. It meant nothing. But your boy Vanilla Sherbert rolls up in the fucking dressing room, right? Yeah, when he comes up in there, you know, and you know, we grew up with a lot of them and know a lot of those type of, you know, white boys come in there, dress, dress hip, dress, you know. Just like they, you know, they hood, and um, you know, they coming to being all cool and stuff, and then all of a sudden, they, sl- you know, they slip it in there, you know, my niggas, my niggas. It's like okay, you know, you know what's gonna happen now, man. Like you know, you know, you the best up, you know, and um, it, it just shows an error of what that was going on. Of course, you have Vanilla Ice, you know, you know they'll make fun of Vanilla Ice and probably the whole. You know him being, you know, beat up and stuff by Death Row and all that too, yep. uh, mixed in the mix. But yep. I mean, it was like for real though. Like for some reason, it was a breed of them across <laughs> a breed, a breed, a breed of them. Like you go a whole class, Florida, and you go to cover. Yeah, I mean, but Brandon, know what I'm talking about. Like there was just it was it was, you know, they they put it on point with that one. I ain't gonna lie, and um, you know, motherfuckers think they so cool. Where they can do, you know, nah, you can't, you know, can't no, he, go that far. He wasn't, you know? he wasn't too cool for the yap up, cause that's yap up number two. <laughs> he gets, he gets jacked the fuck up. We, we just cut to the next scene. So like they're leaving, right? And they're about to perform this song, "Grab Your Dick," right? But this is some real shit. This is, it's actually, if you, if you ever seen Shout Out to Compton, you guys know exactly what this is. Like, they, like uh, cops literally were giving people such a hard fucking time performing their songs. And they make them edit that shit immediately. And they're like, hey, cops cops couldn't wait. They're like, if you say shit or dick, that's your ass. We're coming to get you, right? They agree to play ball. They're going to say stuff and thing, and they're not going to cuss, right? Right. So we're going to our next song. That's the edited version of Grab Your Stuff. Leave it to steal it. Some of them punks just want to feel it. When they see me grip with both hands, it's a black thing they don't understand. It's true they want to take it all. So before they rip your ball for ball, cup your hand, cover up, NWA say grab your stuff. And um, if you have the subtitles on, as goofy as this song is, goddamn if they ain't spitting bars. The lyrics seem to match r- really well. Like it was meant to just say stuff. Even with dick, it's like it's like they take everything else. So why wouldn't they take your dick? That's why we're yeah. grabbing it. Like, it's kind of funny, but it's like, this is actually pretty, this is legit. This is like a legit song that would have actually existed back in this time. Like, it's, I got to give props to Rusty, bro. Like, it, it's not, again, not not the tip of the top for me, bro. But I'm going to give I feel this- like you could just, if you had a very naive white person, you could have just sold them on this as a real group. And no one would have known the difference <laughs> had you not told them. You ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying, bro. And maybe that's something that they were trying to prove too that we can we can rap better than the actual people on and we doing parody. Yeah, because somebody who don't, who's not into it like that, they'll listen to that and think that it was a real real record. Oh like, yeah. All right, so let's let's give a quick rating to uh, grab grab your stuff, aka grab your dick. I'm I'm gonna give it a three. Uh, Jay, what about you? I'm gonna give it like a two point five. What about you, Randy? I love this fucking song. I'm I'm gonna give it a four. But Ice Cold makes a fatal mistake because he 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 goes in he goes in for the nuts a little too hard, and he hits his dick way too fucking hard. He accidentally says, "Oh shit, my dick!" So literally just fucks up the whole sequence, dog. And they get locked the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, another little quick quick nugget because because we, we just jump all over the place. We jump to another scene where uh, fine ass Nina Blackburn is talking to the trio again, right? And about all the flack that they get and how how they're being censored. And they were talking about the song Kill Whitey, which they're like, <laughs> first of all, one thing about Tasty, I wish I did an actual count of how many times he said, I'm a bustle cap in the ass. Cause that's like, that's like his main and line. Like what he says, yeah. Yeah. That's like his main fucking line. But uh, he was like, do I look like somebody that want to kill white people? And it's like, <laughs> you, you kind of want to say yeah. But he's like, you know, yeah. but, but not without reason. But like what had me rolling was, uh, you know, cause they got an album coming out that was going to be called uh, Fear of a Black Hat. Uh, colon, <laughs> don't shoot till you see the whites. And Nina was like, of their eyes? He's like, whose eyes? Whose eyes? <laughs> you see the white. It's fucked up. But it's so fucking hilarious. Also, for people who don't know, that is a shout out to Public Enemy uh, with their album that came out three years prior in 1990, Fear of a Black Planet, which I actually had the privilege to listen to as like a young ass kid. It was just insane. I was not ready. I was not ready for any of that. But here I am. <laughs> the nigga before you now. <laughs> so we get like another issue with uh, record execs just having problems with the content of this shit, right? Right. And uh, they're like, we want you to dance like Hammer. And this is when this is when Hammer, MC Hammer, wasn't really looked to uh, very positively by the hip-hop community. Now he was seen as soft. Yep. Yeah, they really consider him a rapper, even though he had MC on his name. But what's crazy, like 2019, I learned so much about MC Hammer, bro. I didn't, he was really on some gangster shit. Yeah, he was hard. Uh, MC Hammer was gangster. There wasn't nobody fooling with Hammer, man. People Hammer really weren't like to his face, would not talk shit to Hammer. Cause like, uh, I didn't know, I didn't know third base had hits put on them. The fuck? Dude, MC Hammer, put, cause like they, uh, cause you know, MC Hammer had a song called Turn Your Mother Out, right? And I forgot what album it was, but uh, third base was like, uh, uh, something, something said, uh, we turn your mother out, Hammer. You know, like, this album is going to turn your mother out, Hammer. And, like, Hammer didn't like that at all. He didn't take that nicely at all. And, like, he legitimately put a hit out on them dudes. And uh, one of the guys from Third Base, MC Search, was uh, having a conversation with uh, in an interview on Vlad TV, right? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, like, Hammer put a hit on him and shit. He was, talk- he looked- he was looking all comfortable, dog. And then Vlad said, yeah, I know Hammer. And you literally see... MC Shirt's mouth drop in fear for 2.5 seconds. Like the bitch came out. And I was like, yo, even Red Man said he don't fuck with Hammer. Literally said, I'm sorry, Mr. Hammer. Like literally. Oh, yeah, yeah. God damn. Red Man said something about fuck, fuck Hammer in a freestyle or some shit. And uh Hammer seen seen him and was like, he was like, uh, Mr. Hammer, sir. Sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Like, cause uh, you can't, you could you couldn't come to the Bay Area. Fuck if you talk shit about Hammer because he will fuck you up. So like it's crazy how as a kid I'm like yeah he is something. No he ain't, <laughs> motherfucker. That song please Hammer don't hurt hurt him was like an autobiography, bro. Some real shit. Just 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 putting some game out there for y'all guys. So if you if you see MC Hammer Street and you want to talk shit about the chip commercial he did, just remember that he will fuck you up. Hey, you remember the day they had look like him MC Slammer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> he looked like a super broke guy, but boy, golly! Yeah, yeah, man, they did him dirty on that one, bro. So I'm glad Hammer didn't find Rusty because Rusty would not be alive right now. But um, so they they told him dance like Hammer, right? So we cut immediately to like a choreography session where we have a uh, this dance choreographer with uh, 
he got a lot going on down there. <laughs> oh man, they show you that the game always been that way, man. Oh man, it's it, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot down there. And um, yeah, <laughs> I was like, they was wrong for that. They were wrong for that. It, it, you know, but like. Wrong. This is it's movies in the nineties, guys. They they weren't really sensitive towards towards uh, gay people back here, and like, uh, you know what? Like this this explained a lot to me as far as like how people like freak out when they say pause or no homo all that dumb shit. Because like right. for me personally, for me, I feel like if I have to, because I had a conversation with uh, B Rob uh, from Random Ramblings not too long ago. I was like, is it is it just a gay dude just waiting in the wings for you not to say pause so he could just get up in your butt cheeks? Is, is that how that works? So, like, why are we so? Goddamn afraid. Why we why we gotta like put a disclaimer that, that I ain't gay though? Like no shit. I'll be able, I should be able to say what the fuck I want without having to put a fucking uh, asterisk on that shit. That's ridiculous to me. It's so stupid. But uh at this moment, I understood. <laughs> Cause this this cat now if, if they were all like this dude, fine. Where they just try to creep up on you and catch you off guard, so be it. But that's not the case. But this is what happened in this movie. It's ninety three guys. I already already made my apology for it, but we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> the, the, the choreographer guy had a big dick. He went after the tiny guy, taste of taste. His name was taste of taste. He might have been asking for it. I don't know. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> the, one of the record execs is is very upset with them over this album cover uh, for Gorillas in the Mist. Mm. And I'm sad because they didn't mock up the cover because I want to see it. I just want to oh, see what yeah. they're talking about. Cause it was an argument over how many <laughs> cops are going to be assed up as they stand on top of them. And like <laughs> the manager was like, how many is it? 15? He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, how many cops you want in the executive? He's like, how about none? And he's like, let's put the difference. How about seven? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was always on the phone. How about seven? That's the best line. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of funny. I, honestly, like I, like I like that first uh, manager. I was sad he had to go. So um, so the executive the executive is pressing him a little too hard, and he gets his ass yapped up. That's yap up number three, and uh, we get we get the appropriate label switch time right. So they switch to an actual you know uh, a black headed um, studio executive this time right. And we get to see the Gorillas in the Mist video and song. When a black man gets no justice, cause the kangaroo court don't trust us. Wasn't the first and won't be the last. Brothers gotta move to get that ass. Plead the case to see O-U-R-T, but they never see Y-O-U and me. Verdict by punk ass George. Oh man, bruh, that was so hilarious, man. But I tell you, that shit was funny. I guess it was kind of like a express yourself slash um it was another video they had man that was similar that nwa had well like you a, know it had like the overseer from back in the right the right, right, right right yeah yeah that so, was a kind of getting it but what was so funny to me was with the kkk clapping their head yeah that's insane bro it was insane that's that, that video that video was insane so like they're they're basically getting notoriety at this point for for real for real but like can we take a moment to talk about that black executive and his little speech. I mean, just look at you three brothers. Just look at you, together. You, you little black stovepipe colored nigga, tasty. You are the same complexion as Marcus Garvey. The man that brought self-love to the black consciousness movement in the 1930s. And then when we speak about complexion, we move into the political perspective of where y'all coming from. You, 
Ice. Use a good high yellow piss color, motherfucker. Same complexion as Bob Marley. I mean, you even got that dreadlock thing going for you. You could even move into a whole roster thing if you wanted to. But that's another story. And you, you good, red bone, marani colored, genie in a bottle looking motherfucker. You are the same complexion as Malcolm X. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give <coughs> I'm gonna give Gorillas in the Mix a, a three real quick. We'll do a quick rating. Uh Randy? Yeah, it was like a two or three. I mean, it, it, you didn't hear much of it, so yeah. Yeah, because it got broke up for storytelling purposes. But uh, what about you, Jay? What would you give Gorillas in the Mix? Man, I give I give it a four. Just the fact that they had a Nazi yelling at him in his ear while he's sitting in the oh, chair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, with with the light over him, like he's getting uh interrogated. And then, you know, um, at the end, he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that shit was so funny. You know what I'm saying? With the, with the, uh, it, it was making fun of the, 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 the shit back then where, you know, they were just cussing for no reason. It was like cussing for no reason, uh, uh, being on some uh, rebellion shit. You know, um, that's what was going on. Videos in black and, black and white. Oh yeah, like yeah. they they they, they, they nailed white all man's the, the oppressor. Yeah, white yeah. man's the, the slave master, the oppressor. Like that shit went on for about ninety one, ninety two. They had videos oh, for like sure, that. for sure. They they played more gorillas in the mess video, where it's like you know all the Nazi shit, all the stuff, and you know of course people are getting uncomfortable, and it's a fucking problem. They're getting notoriety, um, you know, they're becoming infamous, but at the same time, because of this. They making bank and they're rising to the top of the goddamn charts. That's how it works. That's how it's always been. Controversy sells records, man. So uh, we see Kurt Loder. Goddamn, this is back when MTV was serious and they had actual news talking about shit. And um, I like how they made a point saying, hey, y'all had no problems when we talking about hoes. But now you have an issue when we make it political. And I was like, ah, that was, that was a small nugget of messages in there. That was a nice little, mm-hmm. nice little throw in there. So we get some more behind the scenes shit because you know, like now we see that the the, the the script has indeed flipped, and we got it to where uh, NWH are actually like the big dogs now. They're top billing. They're the motherfuckers, and we run into fucking <laughs> the vanilla sherbert. He's in traction. This nigga's neck. <laughs> he can't stand up straight. <laughs> they whooped his ass so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, it was just a friendly ass woman because what they do, they went up to him glad to see him, man. No, but he, he's, man. he's never the same. Yeah, that's how we do, man. We he's, not, you, he's not okay, yeah. though. This I happened just got the brace ago. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he just got the brace Yeah. He's got the brace off. Yeah. <laughs> it fucked him up so bad. So, like, the Jam Boys ain't happy, bro, because they, you know, they got bumped down and we're seeing that the, you know, the, the, the shit has shifted, right? So uh Yeah, that's crazy, man. Vanilla Sherbert was 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 still on the lineup, man. He was still on the lineup. That's crazy. Probably because he, he was able to get handicapped parking. He got there quicker than everybody. But uh yeah, we oh we see uh what was it, Rosemary Time and Sage or some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like all the parodies. As when we see your boy MC Slammer. Like all the all the rapper parodies, bro. Oh, the Queen Latifah uh chick. Yeah. I like his like, I don't even fuck with that. Like, I ain't even trying to spam. I'm, I'm gonna leave her alone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh there's an altercation, obviously. You know, Jam Boys ain't ain't happy with this shit. Uh big mix up where the manager's trying to grab um Boot, who's uh Phase on Love's character, trying to grab his gun to stop the altercation, winds up killing our manager. This is the fourth manager to die. Fourth or fifth? 
This is the fifth one. It's the yeah. fifth one, but then they fuck up and say uh, the next guy was manager number five. They screwed it up. Unless they were accidentally telling the future. <laughs> what the fuck was going to happen? The other one was credited as manager number six, so that's why I was like. Oh, it looked like five on my screen. Okay, well, never mind. But yeah, so like this is their fifth manager that dies, and like I like how they when they when they talk about this uh, whole situation about how uh, all the managers have died via gun violence, except for one that was mysterious, which was a uh, first one. Yeah, and and they're like, well, we weren't in town for that. No, it was for Whitey, for Whitey, uh, what, what, the the manager yeah. Whitey, and they're you know they, and they're trying to you know they're trying to have plausible deniability that they weren't there, even though clearly they had a hand in that murder. But uh, <laughs> but they talk about how like their first two managers were black dudes, like from their family, and they're like, no, nah, we have to get white people because uh, you know, it's better for our family and just for black people in general if they just be the ones that get basically red shirt. Yeah, and they were making a point right there and giving a little history too, because I've always heard that just on some real shit. I always heard back in the day a lot of you know a lot of artists, black artists in the game would use their family as their managers, family members and friends, shit like that, and. Yeah, and they started stealing from him and all that shit, and you know, yeah, get Ray Charles, you know what I'm saying? He managed to start stealing from you, then you can't see. Yeah, and then you get shot. Damn, man. Yeah, so you saw <laughs> you how you know you had the white managers and um shit, but the white managers was was jacking was jacking them too, but just in a different way. But um that they that's that was a point right there that that they was showing in the game uh, also. All right, so we're gonna talk about one, one of my favorite segments. Real quick, because like you know, Nina Nina's asking Ice Cold about just misogyny in the lyrics in general, right? Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I love how because this is a real thing too. How uh, back then, at least, like a lot of rappers tried to pretend some of this shit is actually political, and there's no political shit whatsoever about this. And I like how I'm gonna play, I have to play the clip because it's like such crazy rambling that I don't want to butcher it. But uh, Ice Cold is trying to compare society to ass. The butt is like society, which we want to see as being openness and expansion, you understand? But the white man wants to clog it up, keep it closed. And we're trying to get a foot up in that motherfucker, you know what I mean? And so the easiest way to get your foot in there is if it's all greased up and ready. The, the butt, that is, a.k.a. society, right? So what we're saying with booty juice is when is your butt at its most juiciest? When you dancing, when you doing the nasty and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I don't know, can't speak for your butt personally, but I got some suspicions about it. And that shit killed me, dog. And we get we get introduced to the song Booty Juice. Booty juice comes right from the sauce. What's the sauce? And as of course, the kind that spreads out extra wide. The kind that's nice when you come inside. It's fresh and ain't all pasteurized, but I always rise when I tap the thighs, cause I like them big. I like them greasy, I like them round, and I like them easy. I like it when the girl step on the floor, shaking them boots just like I'll get booty juice too. I like it when Only because uh, all, all the all those '90s cheeks, it, it just it was just it wasn't doing it for me. Like that, the white chick had the fattest ass. I was, I was upset. I couldn't believe it. Man, I give it I give it a, a four because uh, of what the stupid shit he was saying. He said uh, he said something that uh, the the kind that spread. Yeah, yeah. He said. Uh, the kind that spreads out extra wide, uh, the kind that's nice when you come inside. Hey, oh now. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had to think about it. that line right there. I remember that one. He was like, "Yeah." I said, "Oh man, he's off the chain for that so one." Did he really stupid. just say that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he that shit back. That like, man, it's crazy. That shit is hilarious. What about you? What about you, Rando? 
Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and give this a two. Yeah, it, only because like the, the asses weren't fat. That's 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 my, that's my beef. That was my beef. That's that's it's it's not fair, but whatever. I know I know it's a, it's a different Jet Magazine ass versus Instagram ass. I know that's two different animals, but here we are. But uh, shout out to Ice Cold's book, uh, FYM. Fuck y'all, motherfuckers. Fuck y'all, motherfuckers. Shit made my day. Um, yeah. Did anybody else want to know the whole backstory when um his uh, baby mom showed up? Because I, I need that backstory. Because the baby mom was not on that hood shit whatsoever. Because he called her Riri. It's like, it's Rebecca. I'm just like, wait, what? There's a whole prequel to this movie. There's a whole movie. movie. That's a whole movie in itself. Because <laughs> she was like super like just not with that shit at all and it was just it was just i, I was and they never went back to her <laughs> it was like it was just, she was just there as a joke just to show like the he's trying to have his son be like a new crisscross kid but instead of like backwards he's upside down <laughs> on the nigga <laughs> oh yeah he explained that shit boy he had a whole oh. uh, yeah, crisscross they go have nothing, yeah nothing, his yeah. head was sticking out the crotch of the pants it was just so, it was so stupid well, upside down <laughs> It's like it's like they added a baby mom just so he could like get that joke over, bro. And it's like so be it, dog. Uh, but this is when we're spending like quality time with each of the members. You know, we're trying to get to know everybody a little bit better because now we get to go <laughs> to tasty taste uh, life, right? And uh, Nima's rolling with him in this white neighborhood that he lives in. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh, but when the little kid kicked a soccer ball to him, and he was like, "Here you go, my European brother," and like the dad snatches him away. I don't know what it is about Taste Taste doing like that that wave, like <laughs> like he didn't see that shit. Like, yeah, I'm fitting in. Everything's fine. I don't know why that crap. Yeah, I don't know why that, it made me laugh because that, that was... shit right there was so real though, man. It was funny <laughs> as hell. And then if you notice, he held the, the, the you know the, the white dad. He held on tight, hard. To to him. He told him to throw away the soccer ball. Yeah, like don't you ever let him get your soccer ball. Like, god damn, touch it. Just throw it away. <laughs> so we see uh Tasty Taste shooting range, right? And this is actually something that an NRA lover will just will just jizz over, bro. Except for the uh KKK cutouts uh, targets. They they wouldn't like yeah. that too much. But the sure. bunker though, that bunker, goddamn yeah, keep guns on top of guns on top of guns. Of course, the classic line though, she was asking about like, well, what caliber are these? Oh, oh, oh these are for like little motherfuckers. This is for like a bunch of motherfuckers. This one for big motherfucker. It, it was kind of making fun of that Easy E interview uh, that Easy E did like back in the day. He was showing off, you know, his AKs and bazookas and. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually an interview that uh, yeah. Oh. When he went shit. to his house and he was showing off, so you know they kind of was, you know, they just, you know how they do. They was making fun of it, so they just took it to the next level. But that's what it was. You know, pretty much came from. If you oh, notice, he crazy. had the Jericho like Easy E. Oh yeah, for sure. No, he was he was definitely channeling Easy E, and he was just like only a smattering of flavor flavor. But it was definitely Easy E. I didn't know that though. I didn't see that interview where he was just <laughs> having guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing doing exactly that right there. You Jesus. know what I'm saying? And he was getting interviewed uh, by somebody. Yeah, it was like the same way somebody was interviewing him, and he was showing off his yeah. Uh huh. So they really focus on the character part on, on that part real good. You know, going to the new neighborhood, uh, being successful, uh, but you still want to be hard. You still want to show the world you hard. So let me show you all my guns. Right. So we go to Tone Def, who's basically just you know he's a DJ and he's doing cool DJ shit, but then it gets out of hand because you think it's cool. You know, he uses face, his toes, then he drops trial man and throws his whole dick on the on the fucking table and. 
and gets to stroking it up. And uh, <laughs> you know, Nina kind of with it though. <laughs> she, oh yeah, they showed that. Yeah, they, yeah, they specifically showed that that she, yeah, she wasn't appalled at all. She was feeling. So here's another uh, hilarious moment, but fucked up, and a tale as old as time. Blacks and the police. Mm. So we have our boy uh, Ice Cold riding with Nina, and uh, they get pulled over, not by the cops, but by the security guard. And I, <laughs> Randy, your thoughts on this? I was um, I was kind of, I was actually expecting a security guard, but yeah, this makes sense. Like trying not to piss off the actual cops in the neighborhood, maybe. Just the like, Mr. Yeah. Fun line, like, okay, Mr. Fun. I don't know why that. <laughs> I don't know why that got me. It's so stupid. Because him, all right, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up, honestly. Mm -hmm. But uh, the over-the-top, like, instructions of how to get out of the car and him complying, like, it's it's real. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. They they have to amp it up to make it funny as far as the uh, extra, because all the instructions were, like, so fucking complicated. But, uh everybody recording on the phone like it like at that time well not on, not on the phone sorry they had actual camera equipment because this was yeah like, we learned from rodney king i even got a guy doing a sketch in case all the tape runs out right and it's like <laughs> i wanted to laugh but i couldn't i wanted to laugh but i could not laugh because like goddamn because like now we just have our phones yeah and we're doing yep. the same shit 20 some years later yeah awesome awesome same shit. Awesome. So, uh, <laughs> so we get so a. Safe. Oh yeah, but uh, also for his registration because shit's so fucked up over there. Like he has to show a Polaroid photo of him buying that bitch cash, so they can leave him <laughs> the fuck alone. Like God damn. And we go into our song "Fuck the Security Guard." N W H say fuck the security guards. He ain't a cop, but he still wanna act hard. A patrol at a goddamn convenience store. Getting checked is a jump middle way home. Just a star and a ill. I'm gonna give it a yes, solid yes. 4.5 out of 5. Uh, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> the video yeah. is the, the black dude, the black, the black security guard. Oh, you see how he was looking? Boy, he was looking like, I hate this nigga. Yes. I hate my old guy. He was, he was on that. He was on that. Don't be a menace. Uh, boys in the hood shit so hard. He was like growling, dog. He was so <laughs> honestly, bro. He needs he needs special credit for that act for that acting choice, bro. I yeah, every time yeah. I see him, yeah. I die laughing, bro, because he wants to rip them in half. He deserves yeah, some type of award. Security guards, the security guards now. Oh. You know, they security guards, and they and it's funny because. That was going on then, and it's still going on now. Where you have people that's not really officially cops, but they, but they, but they take it over the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. man, what, what, that shit is for real. What about You're you, right. Randy? What would you, what would you rate? Uh, fuck the security guard. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. It was, it was funny, but I was like, ah, it, it was a little too real. So I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna try yeah, you forget that it was a security guard. You forget, yeah. like, oh, yeah, really? I really did though, for real, for real. Even though, the, even though the song is clear as fuck, the way that the way the black cop, the black security guard was looking at him, bro, I thought he was a full on cop, dog, like a goddamn chief. He was, oh, he was so upset. 
Woo. So we um we'll, we'll jump ahead a little bit. And they were talking about how they have like these positive songs, right? And guys, this is my five out of five favorite like song they got, point blank period. And it's uh <laughs> Life of a Gangster Ain't Fun. T-E-R, like Scarface, bitch, I'm a superstar. Revered for all, though I am the villain. Gain more juice by the others I'm killing. Profiling and styling. Try to fly ride and the hoes just piling. I make gangster money cause I'm gangster bold. Fuck gangster bitches wearing gangster gold. And I kill by will with skillful thrills. Another way to pay the bills. I'm the boy wonder, god of thunder. Make a move and I'll put you under. I'm notorious, I live glorious. I'm the fly gangster that remains victorious. Get up in the top shelf clothes. Whole fucking the top shelf hoes. And I'm the man they call number one. Don't try to shit at home. A gangster life ain't fun. Bruh. This song, number one, goes so fucking hard. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. this is my this is my point blank like one went in the bubble one. bath huh yeah it's the one in the bubble yep. bath where he's laying out yeah. these raps and shit and like everyone's just like old school gang because like the whole premise is to tell you that this shit is terrible it's not fun being a gangster there is a a <laughs> a platter a silver platter of cocaine <laughs> everyone is dressed like you see how to do yeah hey man that shit was funny man everyone is dressed like like mafioso gangsters everyone has a fedora. There's bitches exactly. everywhere, money, opulence everywhere. Ice Cold is in a full suit with fedora, in a hot tub with two naked chicks. Pulls out a Tommy gun out of the tub, dog. <laughs> <laughs> While he's like, and he was looking cool. Bro, he was looking cool the whole time. He was rapping cool, spitting the best. I mean, dude, this is easily rock him flow, easily. But it was just so fucking smooth. And it's like, this shit ain't fun. And they cut to like <laughs> a teacher just salivating at the mouth, dog, watching this in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> we kids. Talk about violence now. Uh, <sighs> so we have um, rival rap groups in the school now uh, Jam Boys and NWH in a classroom for Rappers Against Violence. It's not working out, guys. Like there, <laughs> there is more of a pissing contest of who's the most gangster, right? Yeah, I've been shot twenty-two times. So Jay, we get yeah, right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boop supposedly was shot twenty-two times. Yeah, he, he said he got shot twenty-two times. He said he don't even bleed. What he said he don't even got yeah, no more he, blood. He got no more blood. <laughs> yeah, he said he even got no blood. Then they cut. The, it was so funny. They cut the taste. Yeah. He's like, like, look at he got hit with a bazooka. He was six foot five, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that nigga, yeah, that line though, that this nigga been shot twenty two times. He ain't got no blood. I said, oh man, boy, that's so stupid. Like, yeah, that's how. But you know, that's how. That, that's how boys do. You know, go go over the top, man. So I like how they uh they, they try to put a boot on blast by showing his uh his actual yearbook photo where he went to a private school. And uh, his name was Chip Spencer. He pulled that out of nowhere. He yeah. pulled that out of nowhere. But I already know that was supposed to be a callback to uh, when they found that picture of Dr. Dre, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. You show right, man. You show right. That is exactly what what that was. Yeah. Because yeah. Dr. Dre was, uh, he was like doing some like, it was like some he, discount. He had the lipstick. 
Well, it was it was lip gloss. I hope. Well, lip gloss. He was with uh, what was it? The uh, the uh, uh, I forgot the crew that I, the crew that he was with back then. But it was like some group he was with. Man, they were eyeliner and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he looked like uh, Michael Jackson from Rock with You. But it just it just looked it looked bad. Yeah, it was it was a very shiny shirt. It was not a good look. It was it it, def- it definitely fucked with his credibility for the beef. It, it wasn't good. It wasn't. Yeah, easy easy. He pulled pulled the picture out. Yes, you know. He did. Good lord. So, um, we have a full shootout at the school. <laughs> there's, there's no turning back at that point. And the teacher just leaves the kids like, fuck y'all, I can't take it, I'm out. And uh, we literally just, nothing comes of that. Nobody gets shot, everything's fine. It's just a funny moment. Could we cut directly to the tour bus, right, where we uh, meet Cheryl, who is basically, uh, for Beatles fans, she's the Yoko. Yeah. She's the Yoko Ono. She's the one that fucks it up for everybody, right? Uh, I f- was she the same chick from Malcolm and Eddie? Man, that might be her. I know, I know, I know. I feel like that's her. her. I feel like that's her. You know what? That is her. Okay, okay. I don't know what else she did after that, but yeah. Then she, then she had, but she had dreads on Malcolm and Eddie, right? Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. But she looks like she's from the Mushroom Kingdom with this, with this, with this hairdo. This hairdo, I'm glad, has not continued on. <laughs> yeah, that was her. That was her. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, she she's very combative, you know, and we could tell right out the gate that she has hoish tendencies because after Ice Cold explains that he does have a problem with her, she looks him up and down and says, good. So, you know, something bad's going to happen, but it doesn't matter. So we're going to kind of speed this up a little bit, guys. Right. Because it's causing tension because also, oh, a <laughs> boy, Ice Cold gets gets his movie role. And it's a clear, <laughs> clear here jab at new jack city and iced tea and the drug dealer rico shaking down a baby to for selling his drugs is the funniest fucking thing bro <laughs> and just the dialogue in general like yeah motherfucker i'm gonna lock you up with the motherfuckers that be with these motherfuckers motherfucker like all that shit was just <laughs> the worst you see when he jumped down yeah it was, he <laughs> jumped down. That was new jack city yeah, that was that New Jack City. That's exactly what that was, bro. Oh shit. We gotta do New Jack City soon. Like New Jack City soon so we can so so the reference to stay fresh. But it was hilarious. Hey, they was they was on point with that one too, man. I said, oh man, they they yeah, they do what they was doing but with that they, one. But they then they but then they shit on Spike Lee when he was when he was talking to the baby. <laughs> and he's like, You a white baby too, so you know it's real out here. <laughs> <laughs> That was like that. That whole skit was just hilarious. Like that whole segment was had me dying laugh. It was one of my favorite segments, man. But we find out that Yoko. I mean, sorry, Cheryl. That was, that was a Freudian slip. She's causing a lot of static, man, and um, causes uh, you know Ice and uh, Tasty to fight on stage and shit. Now the running gag with Tone Deaf guys is that usually when he says shit, he don't make no fucking sense. That's his. That's his gimmick. He's supposed, he's supposed to be deep, but he makes no sense. But when it yeah. comes to that money, though. Tone death is crystal goddamn clear. Mm-hmm. There's no mistake of what the fuck he's talking about. Like, hey, we ain't getting paid. Goddamn, we have a fucking problem. Tell you that right fucking now. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm glad you called yeah. that. I'm glad you called that, man, because I noticed that too. When it came down to certain things, like you said, yeah, he's completely it makes sense then. So it, it, it's, it's getting a little uh, out of hand because uh 
Cheryl's evolving from Yoko to full-on symbiote at this point, where she has she has taste to taste money, and she's speaking for him now, and it, it, it's, it's getting to the point where like they, they got to fight in the, in the dressing room and shit, and like they're doing it's, it's the gag where you know how brothers got to take off certain shit before they fight, but these dudes take it to the whole another level. First, it's like ridiculous amounts of weapons. Tasty Taste has all the weapons, all the weapons, and then they just start getting naked. <laughs> Y'all gonna fight? Y'all gonna fuck? <laughs> she was hilarious, man. And um, uh, basically, long story short, Ice was fucking Cheryl, and they and and Tasty and the manager catch him in the act. Now the manager sets himself up for failure because he talks about how he has a gun just because, but he has no bullets in it, <laughs> which is a big no-no. Anybody listening, if anybody's doing this, don't do this because this is what this is what will happen to you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't pull it out unless you plan to use it. Bombs over Baghdad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, don't pull that thing out unless you plan to hit something. That's all I'm saying. If you like, if you like Outcast, that's that's a nugget for you. Anyway, I like how we have a Mexican standoff just for no fucking. Re- oh, oh, real quick though, I noticed. When uh, when the manager was talking to Nina about not having bullets in that gun, Nina leaned over to say something to him, but it got cut out. Like we didn't hear what she said, and I wanted to know so badly what she said. I, I hope she said why. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's a Mexican standoff in the fucking bedroom. You know, everyone's p- pulling guns on everybody. I like how when Tone Deaf walks in, in the middle of the Mexican standoff, he's like, "Oh shit!" and he pulls out his gun. He doesn't even ask what's happening. He doesn't even bother. Yeah, pulls, yeah. <laughs> there was no guns on him. But he still put a gun out like, nope, mm-mm, not me. And uh, the manager freaks out and he shoots the gun and, you know, bullet ex machina, he kills himself. God damn! He bought his bullets from the uh, Grassy Knoll uh, b- bullet factory, bro. And he just, he offs himself. And it's, no one really gives a fuck. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. They just move the fuck on. It's kind of it's kind of cold-blooded. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, that's it. what happens. It's, it's like, like somebody dies, they just move on. It's- yeah, that's how they was doing it in there. It's funny. <laughs> so the group breaks up, right? And uh, everyone goes off in their own fucking... <laughs> they go their own different ways. And at the same time, they have their own different songs. So let's let's get into it. We have <laughs> your boy Ice... <laughs> your boy Ice Cold uh, becomes the Ice Plant, which is a play on the CNC Music Factory. And they have the song, Come and Pet the P-U-S-S-Y, which is supposed to have some stupid-ass anagram, but it doesn't matter. This song is fucking hilarious. The video was hilarious. Seeing this little tiny Asian chick pretending to belt out this song. <laughs> it's murdering me, dog. The whole video was just hilarious. And then we cut to uh, Tone Deaf. And this is funny because like, watching it now, I was like, ooh, you shouldn't say that. Because he was saying, like, I'm not black. I'm, you're trying to say I'm, I transcended to be like just being a human being. But he kept saying, I'm not black. I'm not brown. I'm not, I'm not any of this, right? I'm not African-American. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And, and then they cut to a song, which is a direct riff from PM Dom. I'm just a human. I'm just a human. Just a human being. When I do do 
do Is my shit not brown? It's a universal thing, we all flush it down When you wipe, do you look at the tissue? Most folks do, it ain't even an issue Hot stuff makes it burn coming out I bet everyone knows what I'm talking about Cause we're all one race on this planet We all burp and fart and that's the way God planned it So don't act like you're superior Eat something bad and just like me, you'll get diarrhea Cause black, white, yellow, red, brown or gold Our shit all comes from the same little hole I'm just a human. Yep. Uh, but like he's just talking about how everybody doo-doos and it's it's it's, it's a goofy ass song. Oh yeah, come to pet the pussy. I'm giving a four point five. Yeah, you know, I give it a three. It was funny though. It was funny. But you know, he was doing that CNC music factory shit. The, the yeah, I give it a three. The hey 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 part is what fucks me up, guys. <laughs> That's what gets hey, me. <laughs> hey, but I like I like I like you know you know you know where you made a point right there because. The fact that the Asian lady was singing like the black lady, I gotta give it a four, man. I gotta, I gotta bump it's it up. It's an excellent callback to real life. It's the best Be- because, because that that was going on. Then all the women in them videos that was that was singing with them strong, powerful voice and them factory songs, it wasn't really them. No, it was a chick it, named Martha Watts, a very large yeah. black lady. It was exactly what yeah, the fuck. big black lady. Go, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hilarious. Sick uh, song. The PM the PM dong the PM dong song uh, from uh, Tone Dev. I'm gonna give that a two. I'm gonna give that a two. I didn't like that too much. I didn't like Human Being that much at all. It was just, oh was, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, yeah, when he was in that PM dong shit, I, I, you know, it was funny because we know that was PM dong, you know, parody. But nah, it was just, you know, it was stupid. Yeah, I, I can roll with the pet the pussy uh, way more than that. But, yeah, but taste, I know what the fuck it was. It was a one. That's fair. That's fair. I guess we gave, who gave an extra point because yeah, of the yeah, reference. Yeah, 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 it's a one. It's a one. It's a one in my eyes. It's oh, just like enough. that I'll, shit was whack. I only man. give it, I only give it two because of the, the PM Don reference. That's the only reason I gave it two. But we cut to taste to taste. Who has a blood feud like level vendetta against your boy Ice Cold? And he has this his album cover, my nigga. Like you, you, that one's pause worthy. He's standing over a dude with a jackhammer directly in that asshole. And he's looking in his face. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so much. It's so much. And then they showed a video, bro. And it's like, it's clearly, clearly, clearly Mama said knock you out. With a right, left, right, left, you toothless. right, left, right, left, you toothless. Hit me, monkey, hit me. Yeah, suckers, me. it's me. The Tiddly Tiddly D. Serving up dynamite. Like a cobra at the foot of your bed, it's over. When I leave you for dead, ice melts. When the tea gets hot, ice cracks. When the tea does rot, gonna hit you so hard you scream. How could a little nigga be so mean? I'm ready to blast like a megaton. Strong, strong. I last for millenniums. You're gonna feel stressed when you mess with the best, the one and only taste. Tea, yes, power back like TNT. Right. There's, when there's I- no avoiding it. But bro, it's called like it's called Granny said kick your ass. But when they show that nigga foot hit this ass in slow motion, my nigga, I could... <laughs> 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 it gets a four point five, dog. This <laughs> hilarious. Granny said, kick, "Granny said, kick your ass." is definitely four point five in my book, man. I don't know how y'all yeah, feel about this. It, yeah, it is, man. Because uh, for him to do it how he did it, yeah, man, four point five. He was rapping his ass off too. I gotta give it to him though. He was, he was, he yeah. he, he nailed that shit. What, what about you, Rando? I'm gonna give him a three. It was like he did rap his ass off. I'm just gonna go ahead and give him a three. But like, I like that song though. That, that actual, <laughs> yeah, I like the original song. The actual foot hitting that ass though had me dying, bro. That that was they did it when they did it twice. I was dying. <laughs> 
couldn't take it, bro. I couldn't take it. I couldn't fucking take it, dog. So we find out basically all these songs causes issues on some fucking level. Like everyone's doing terrible on their own, right? Um, the whole like you know Asian lady not actually singing the song is a uh, ISIS problem. Uh, Tasty uh, has issues. Um, he got fucked over by his manager, like like we were talking about earlier. Uh, Tone Deaf got his ass beat for not saying he's black. <laughs> Bunch of cabbies beat the shit out of his ass. I don't know why that cracked me up a little bit. I I enjoyed that because I was like, because in my head I was like, ooh, nah, because, nah, because you know he was supposed to have been like, what, I mean, what one thing I like about the movie they show how uh, people, you know, they show how they alter. Like he was supposed to be like the pro black one, the real deep one. You know what I'm saying? But then as time went on, even the way they started dressing started to change. And then you know he got on that P and R shit eventually when old boy told him about um. You know the black, you know the black record, um, yeah, yeah, record yeah. studio got to tell them about, you know, yeah, yo, you got the Michael Michael Max killer or whatever, whatever you were saying. You got oh, the Michael Max yeah, yeah. But it, it it was funny because like I knew those comments was problematic and it, it got them it got them beat the fuck down. That just had me rolling, bro. Yeah, some people like that, man. It's just a little error, man. Niggas didn't know what they what they wanted to be. So luckily, that ass whooping is actually what brought everybody back together. So they all because uh both um. Tasty Taste and uh, Ice Cold went to go visit their boy uh, Tone Deaf in the hospital because he's he's all the way fucked up. And they talk finally. They finally break shit down and actually, you know, actually have conversations and shit. And they wind up being cool, but they don't reunite the group. But they 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 decide to just chill and be and be friends again. So we cut back to another backstage situation where they are no longer top dogs. They're all individual artists who cannot get the proper enough time where they only basically mm-hmm. can just do one song a piece. And the yeah. manager, the old manager for the jam boys is no longer with them. Cause he got locked up for murdering the fucking uh, manager for uh, the, the goddamn um, NWH. So yeah. when we see the jam boys coming in, they're back on top, they're back top billing again, but Cheryl has became a parasite and is riding with boot now. And it's like, Oh, you janky hoe. So as they walk away, the OG manager for the Jam Boys walks up and is like, hey, guys, I got a proposition for y'all. Uh, I want to manage y'all. And he's like, you know, then I realized and he's talking about them as a group. And they're like, "Nah, we're not really doing that. I'm doing my own thing. He's like, uh, money, motherfuckers. And he laid out the dollar amount. Everyone changed their goddamn tune. <laughs> Immediately. That's some good managing right there. So. Mm-hmm. They all fucking just say, fuck it. <laughs> they become the group immediately. Got their hats and everything. They go out on stage and they fucking perform their goddamn song. And it's a, everybody's back together. It's a happy ending, right? And we get title yeah. cards. We get fucking title cards. We find out that that manager that got the money still got his ass shot. <laughs> goddamn. We find out Cheryl is still a hoe. She's banging people from the Rockets and all these other goddamn teams. She's still doing her goddamn thing. And, um... <laughs> I like how, uh, for some fucking reason, uh, just Ice impregnated and married uh, the the fucking documentary chick uh, Nina. That just that's, that came out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, well, I wasn't ready for that. Cause like you know, I mean, I guess he kind of hit on her a couple times, but I don't know. I don't know, guys. And then we got some pretty cool like deleted scenes in the credits and shit. But that's in the, the fucking movie. It's really just all over the place. Like, there's yeah. there's like one moment of a story with with Cheryl being who she was and like the you know the rift between the guys. But it was just, yeah, it was a bunch of random shit. It was everywhere, though. But that takes us to the end of the movie, guys. So it's tally time, right? Let's find out 
how many motherfuckers got killed in this movie? Let's get into our body count. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That body count. Uh. That body count. Uh. I counted three managers. <laughs> That's just fucking hilarious. So we <coughs> that brings us to our favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. Ladies and gentlemen, you technically have two pairs of titties, I'm going to say. I'm not sure. Because like one, one had suds on them. The other one, not so much. But I'm going to count both of them. And we have one man ass from one tone deaf, unfortunately. Yep. But um, that brings us to another question, guys. Who is our favorite character in the entire film? Let's talk about our shining star. Let's talk about our Joe Grizzly Award recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly. Bitch. Let's start with our guest, JD Gator. Who was your Joe Grizzly? Yeah, I roll with Ice Cold. You know, he was he was funny. What about you, Random? I'm gonna go with uh Tasty Taste Bird because <laughs> you because he'll bust a cap in your ass because he bust a cap in your ass. <laughs> That's all he fucking says. Uh, I'm gonna give it the Rusty Cundeef, but I <laughs> but I gotta give it to the fucking security guard that just wanted to murder all of them. Die. <laughs> <laughs> it killed me, though. man. He was so fucking just. Uh, everything that he stood for was trash, but like that actor, though, he he was like, "Oh, you want to be that guy? No problem," because he knew exactly who he was envisioning. At the end of the day, man, I think Jesus even NWA couldn't get mad at them. They probably was laughing at that shit, man, when they nah, seen it, that. It, it, it's a legit parody for sure, for sure. Yeah, like he he did yeah. he did a hell of a job. This is this is definitely a, a classic for sure, for sure. But all right, guys. It's final verdict time. Knee pads or slippers. What that means, if we truly enjoy this movie, we give it a maximum of two knee pads, or we fall to the worst of position given the movie is just due, or we think this movie is a pile, a heaping dollop of ass, we give it a maximum of two hater slippers, or we slide them on and watch every single manager of Azar get shot down to death and give zero fucks. Let's start with our guest, J.D. Gator. Knee pads or slippers? Shit, knee pads, man. You know, I, I could watch this movie over and over, man. It takes me back to the days of actually going back and watching the movie again. Word. So we got two knee pads from J.D. Skater. <clears throat> Random Randy Savage, what about two knee pads or slippers? Oh, yeah. Well, definitely two knee pads. You got to watch this movie because I know just without any other context, it's still hilarious to watch. So it's a good movie on its own. Yeah, but man. now that I know there's an entire history behind it, now I have to do more research. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's dope. Like, I'm actually excited for you to actually look back and go into it, and and, and poo poo on IMDb because uh, they I was I was hoping they were gonna have like a wealth of knowledge of these things, and they got nothing. But I gotta give this movie two motherfucking D pads. It's a goddamn classic. As far as mockumentary goes, parody songs and shit, it is top notch. In my humble opinion, this is better than CB4. So if you're a big fan of CB4, yes, I agree. And I agree. you've never seen this movie, you need to do yourself a favor and watch this fucking movie, dog. Rusty Cundeef fucking delivered in this shit it is dope i fucks with rusty anytime oh uh also uh remember how we went hard on darren scott uh randy mm-hmm. he's in this movie he's the uh he was the he was the um 
the guy in charge of the venue talking about how he has the Nation of Islam checking everybody in and shit. Oh, yeah. That was Darren Scott. Yeah. That was Darren Scott. <laughs> that was actually a funny scene, though, because they, they let the lady go by easily. They jacked up all the dudes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, um, it's definitely a classic. Uh, There's not much else I can say about it. It's, it, it's a much watch. It's a much watch, especially if you're like, into the hip-hop culture. And you just like parody songs in general, dude. There's a bunch of gems, dude. My God. Um, shit, man. JD Gator, once again, the floor is yours, man. You want you want to thank you for coming on again. I really appreciate it. Oh man, appreciate you uh for having me on here. You know, it's always an honor, man. I like chopping up with y'all guys, man. It's all good. And yeah, this was a funny one, man. Real funny. Yeah, so you got any uh any plugs you wanna throw out or uh sites or anything you want you want to shoot out for them uh well yeah man just you know uh keep uh checking me out out there like i said out there on um all the streaming platforms and um mixtape streaming platforms uh jd g-a-t-a you can follow me on uh my instagram at uh jd gator and that's spelled the same way jd g-a-t-a and uh twitter uh at jd gator you know jd g-a-t-a so this is like you just get at me anywhere, you know, on, on anything with that music. And I got a um, couple couple projects coming out soon within uh, this quarter. It's going down. 2020, baby. That's what's up. Rando, what about you, man? Any shout-outs? Any recommendations? <laughs> shout-out to Nerdy Bitches. <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout-out to uh, State Your Take uh, with Ed and Aaron. Uh, Random Rambles with Rob. But, yeah, man, we will catch y'all next week. I don't know what the fuck we're doing next week. I forgot. You know, Randy? I think we might have to do a Patreon. That's what it is. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just going to derail the whole thing. Well, guys, this is probably going to be the last black movie we do for Black History Month, guys. So, uh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we got him in, though. We got him in, though. I think we uh, I think we had a good run. Uh, what? We had a uh, Candyman. Let, uh, let, me ask, let me ask you this, though. Mm. Let's talk about black history. Okay, what? What what did you get out of out of out of this uh, that you can maybe kind of blend with Black History? You know what I'm saying? Out of the fear of the black no, hat. No, well, it, it's a it's an independent film uh, with, with a black director that uh, black director, black writer. He did the whole thing himself. He uh, did all the self promotion by himself. The, uh, for the, the 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 Ice Froggy Frog video was a piece of his uh, promotion to get out there for 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 somebody that couldn't go viral or do anything as far as uh like social media and stuff he got his shit out there as the best way he possibly could and he did an excellent mm-hmm. job especially um that itc the uh, company that was running this thing they didn't want to make they didn't want to put a budget in for a million dollars so it was literally i shit you not one cent short of a million dollars on this budget because they didn't want to quote unquote spend a million dollars on this movie uh, for budget wise but when um uh, this movie also made history. It got two thumbs up from both Siskel and Ebert. It got two thumbs up um, by these dudes. It was fucking insane because I never thought that'd be possible. That was fucking awesome. And um, they were doing a film. I think it was either uh, Sundance or whatever film festival. They, they got shorted and only given one slot at midnight. And that motherfucker was sold out. And then when they did more openings for uh, for their showings, they, they were sold out as well. So there you go. Damn. There's, yeah. your, there's your black history. That's what I say. I fucked with Rusty Cundeef, bro. Like, like Rusty Cundeef is like is going. I'm gonna try to see if we can just have him every fucking Black History uh, segment because he always brings something to the fucking table because he doesn't fuck around. Because we did uh, Tales from the Hood last year. No, that was for horror. Yeah. We did Tales from the Hood for- uh, October. 
Yeah. You show, hey, yeah, he was uh old boy until, yeah, man. He was a director. He was, he directed he was, it. Yeah, yeah, he was a teacher or whatever in mm-hmm. Tales from the Hood. Yep, yep. Oh, man. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh, that is it, guys. We're going to wrap that up with that with that nice little tidbit for y'all. God, God help us for next week. I don't know what the fuck we're about to do. But um, we'll catch y'all on the flip side. We'll see y'all next fucking week. Woo!